Hello and welcome to the Church Times podcast. This week, Professor John Swinton speaks on why, in a culture that prioritises speed, efficiency and productivity, we should remember to slow down. Professor Swinton is a former nurse, a minister in the Church of Scotland, and Professor of Practical Theology and Pastoral Care at the University of Aberdeen. His books include Dementia, Living in the Memories of God, which won the 2016 Michael Ramsey Prize, and Becoming Friends of Time, both published by SCM Press. This talk was delivered at the Theology Slam final last month, at which he was a judge. All the talks from the event can be viewed on our Facebook page and at churchtimes.co.uk slash theology slam. A version of this talk is published in the 5th of April issue of the Church Times. In that issue, there's a focus on health and well-being. Ted Harrison speaks to clergy about what happens when the stress gets too much. Ian Cowley makes the case for rest and play and freedom from achievementism. And Rebecca Paveley speaks to women who have experienced miscarriage and asks how the church can better support them. Try out the Church Times with five issues for £5, along with full website and digital access. Go to churchtimes.co.uk slash subscribe. Theology and disability. The theology of disability really begins by the, the, asking the question, what does it mean to be disabled, and sometimes profoundly disabled, to be made in God's image, to be fully human, and to be beautiful, just the way you are, without having to change anything? One of the things that the disability theologians have noticed is that the questions that are asked of theology tend to come from a certain group of people, theologians. And theologians tend to think in particular ways. They tend to come from a particular strategy, strata of society. And the questions they ask are important and useful. But there are a multitude of different questions that come from different places that never asked. And one of these different places is the human experience of disability. And so disability theologians want to begin to dig into what happens when you take questions that emerge from human difference, place them beside scripture and tradition and the practices of the church, and see what happens. So sitting right at the heart of disability theology is the idea of illumination. Well, John Calvin talks about it, Augustine talks about it, Aquinas talks about it. Illumination occurs when something from Scripture suddenly changes the way that you see everything. A revelation comes, you suddenly see a completely different angle to the way things are. You're illuminated, and when you're illuminated, everything changes. Nothing can ever be the same. And so disability theologians want to try to think about what that kind of illumination looks like. Let me give you an example. If you think about Moses' uh, vocation, Moses' calling, Moses has a really terrible speech impediment. And God says, listen, I've got a big job for you here. And what's Moses' response? Moses' response says, I can't do it because I've got this speech impediment. I cannot send somebody else. And God basically says to him, well, do what you're told. But what God doesn't do is say, well, hold on a second, I'm going to heal your speech impediment, and then you can go off and do your vocation. No, he doesn't do that. He says, I'll send people to help you, but nothing in you is going to change. And Moses, that powerful leader, emerges from that. And more than that, what does God say? He says, well, who do you think makes blind people blind? Who do you think makes dumb people dumb? 
there's something really mysterious about that. What on earth does that mean that God is implicated in what we call human disability? You know, some of us might say, oh, it's a product of the fall, or it's sin and evil and all of these things. But God says, no, I'm implicated in it. I don't know what that means, but it means that the God who creates the universe loves it into existence. The God who is love is deeply implicated in human difference. And so when we begin to read a passage like that and allow it to illuminate us, things begin to change. And so disability theologians take, for example, strange theological ideas and place them beside the experience of human disabilities. So back in the 60s, a Japanese theologian by the name of Kasuka Kiyama wrote a fantastic little book called The Three Mile an Hour God. And in that, the essay, that title, he noticed that the average speed that human beings walk at is three miles per hour. So Jesus, who is God, walked at three miles per hour. God, who is love, walks at three miles per hour. So love has a speed, Kiyama says, and that speed is slow. That speed is gentle. That speed is tender. And when you begin to think about that, Jesus who creates the universe, who throws the stars into the heavens, is a slow God, a God who takes time to love. And when you begin to recognize God in that rather unusual way, everything changes. I spoke to one of my colleagues who works in a a uh, very busy hospital, and he says, well, this place means that I have to move at nine miles an hour. And I said to him, well, who are you following? If Jesus is walking at three miles an hour, and you're walking at nine miles an hour, who's following who? In a culture of speed, we forget that love takes time, and that love is slow. You place that way of thinking about God, that way of thinking about time, that way of thinking about human beings, beside, for example, the experience of advanced dementia. When you're with somebody with advanced dementia, you have to slow down, and you have to take time for those things that the world considers to be trivial. And when you slow down and take time for the things that the world considers to be trivial, you will be surprised and probably amazed at what you discover as you encounter people in the snow, slowness of God's love. Illumination. Jesus talks about gentleness. In the Beatitudes, he says, I am gentle. Now think about that. I am gentle. The God who creates the universe, who is all-powerful, who knows everything, is gentle. And a fundamental aspect of being in the image of that God is gentleness. Think what it would be like if we did our politics gently, even if we did our church politics gently. Think what it would be like if we did our relationships gently. You may say, well, it's impossible. But then you turn to somebody like Jean Vanier in the large communities, and you begin to see that's a gentle way of life. Stanley Herbert says, because Jean Vanier exists, because the large communities exist, gentleness is possible. And indeed, perhaps even the gospel of gentleness is possible. 
And so when we begin to think differently about Scripture in the light of human difference, it opens up a whole new way of understanding humanness. And we stop that movement towards colonization. And this is the last thing I want to say to you. John Hull, who's a very interesting practical theologian who sadly died now, he was at the University of Birmingham. And he lost his sight in his early 50s. And his book, Touching the Rocks, really interesting because it's like a phenomenology that explains what it's like to lose your sight. And one of the things he concluded eventually, after much grief and much lament, was that being blind isn't that bad. It's just another way of being in the world. And more than that, he says, actually, there's no single thing called human beings. To be human is a wide range of possibilities. And within that, we have all sorts of diversity. And it's only when we listen to the diversity of the human condition that we begin to understand the beauty of being human and the beauty of the gospel. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Church Times podcast. You can find more news, analysis, comment and book reviews on our website, churchtimes.co.uk. If you are not yet a subscriber to the Church Times, you can try your first 10 issues for just £10. You'll get the paper delivered to your door every Friday, plus full access to our website and digital archive. Go to churchtimes.co.uk forward slash subscribe to find out more. The music for this podcast was provided by Sought After Sounds. Tune in next Friday for the next episode. Thank you.